What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Greg, what do you got? All right, so the ratings for last night's Lakers-Warriors game came out. And I'm not going to bore you with the exact numbers, but I will tell you that it was the third most watched NBA game this season. So, George, was the play-in a success? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't care what they – I tweeted yesterday. I don't care what the bleep they call this. Play-in, play-off. It, it, it works. It's a success. It's a raging success. And I said that before knowing that almost 6 million people watched it. Listen, it was a huge success, um, and and look, we can all focus in on the Lakers and the Warriors and the two biggest stars in the game and the primetime game. But if you were to look back at the Wizards and the Celtics, they also, uh, Boston and Washington, D.C., so you have a nice uh, couple of markets there. They did well. Obviously, the smaller market teams don't have the national appeal, so they didn't do as well. But think about it like this. If they didn't play these play-in games, the ratings would be zero because they wouldn't be airing games. So anything they do above and beyond is gravy. And so when you look at all the millions of people that watched all of these different games, even though the Laker game outrated everybody, it's a monster success for the NBA and their TV partners and the fans. It was a huge success because of the dynamic of one and done. So even though... Obviously, Golden State's not done. That tension there made it feel like a must-see TV event. Right, because then you'd have to be forced to play that extra game on very right. short rest. Right. So it's like basically like a couple of games. So essentially, NBA just scheduled de facto game sevens before the playoff starts. Correct. And look, not every game is as juicy and as sexy as LeBron versus Steph. And you may never get this sort of... Match up again. You may never you may never get anything like this again where two monster superstars meet as a seven and an eight seed. That's fine. Right. All these other games, though, still have – they may not be as interesting, but they people have interest. Well, but, but here's the thing. Like, San Antonio and Memphis was a good game. Like, you know, right. like Memphis jumped out, like, by 20 points, and the Spurs were like, okay, we're just going to Spurs you. And they got right back in the game, and it came down to two-possession game in the end. Um, and the same thing, look, I know that the Boston game was maybe the, the, the final score was, was more expansive than people thought, but people thought Boston was toast in that game and going into the game and they went out there and took care of business. Like, I, I just think that this thing has been a success. All the numbers for every one of the games has been really, really good. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm not interested in the Hornets and the Pacers per se. Okay, I mean that. I, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm gonna focus in on the Lakers and right. whoever they're playing. So unless you're super hardcore and you, you say, well, wow, Hornets and Pacers are playing in this play, I gotta see this because I'm just a monster fan. For me, it's not like that. So the, the, but the fact of the matter is, they had all these games. There was something on the line. People tuned in, and for that, it's a success. Yeah, 100%. All right, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, so the NBA put out their finalists for their awards, uh, down to three players in each uh, particular award. So MVP, uh, this is a little bit of a surprise. Um, Joel Embiid, not a surprise. Kola Jokic, not a surprise. Stephen Curry was the third guy on that list. LZ, again, an eight seed, perhaps, <laughs> Um, it, 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 I don't believe an eight seed has ever been, uh, even in the top three, 
But he is certainly that special. I will say this. I do feel like Chris Paul should have been in that top it's three so discussion. Disrespectful. Yeah, I, 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 I am a little surprised. Who would I guess you take out? I'd take Steph, Steph. out for Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Steph, why would you have an MVP that may not even make the postseason? Well, they may I, not even make the playoffs. Right. All fair and, and, and true. And, but, and the but, Suns, real quick, Scott. Yeah. The Suns hadn't made the playoffs in 10 years, man. <laughs> you guys mean, are making great points, and, and Chris Paul would be a, a, a great fourth candidate on the list. But I just I think Steph Curry, regardless of where his team finished, let me ask you guys this question. Where would they have been without him? So, so everybody oh, no, agree. He's valuable. Yes, right, yeah. But everybody knows that that's what they've got. That's their best and pretty much kind of only chance. So this guy's still averaging 32 points per game. He's a one-man wrecking crew out there. He's kept them alive all season long. I, I actually am glad Steph Curry made it into the top three because I actually thought that was very legit. In fact, going into this, I was like, if I had to pick three guys right now, Curry, Jokic, and Embiid, those were my three guys. Here's the problem. I'm just going to cut right to it. There are way too many voters who rely on stats. They rely on stats. They make their arguments based on stats. Their whole rationale is based on stats. They quote things, to your point, Cap, leading scorer. Ah, they made the playoffs. Okay, kind of. All right, that should be good enough. Not to downplay how incredible he's been. Correct. But they put Chris Paul's ass in OKC with some kids. Right. Kids who couldn't even come close to sniffing the playoffs this year. Exactly. Yeah. And he didn't come in at the eighth seed either. Yeah. He was a top five seed. <laughs> and then they trade him, and he takes a squad that ain't made the playoffs since Obama was in office. Yeah. The yeah. first and time. Early. The first, first, yeah. Yeah. The first yeah. administration. Yeah. Yeah. First, first four years, yeah. And they drop in this dude, and now they're fighting for the number one overall seed in the Western Conference. Chris Paul very well might be the most disrespected GOAT that we have going. He might be the most disrespected GOAT that we have going because as much disrespect as LeBron gets, and he is definitely disrespected by a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Disrespectful! Exactly. He at least got some damn MVPs. He's at least finished second. Yeah, yeah. They at least recognize that when LeBron comes to the team, the team is significantly better. Well, Chris Paul's the same way. Yeah. He's the exact same way, and it's so disappointing. He, he, I would say he is, besides LeBron in this era, the team you put Chris Paul on is generally going to be a high seed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, again, Steph's scoring stretch was incredible. Yes. Steph is the greatest shooter in the history of this game. No question. Right now. We don't know what's coming. But right, right now. Right, but up to this point, Up he to is. this point. Sorry, is. Ray Allen. Sorry, Reggie yes. Miller. It's Steph. Yes. Right. But, come on. How are we going to keep disrespecting Chris what, Paul? a top five point guard of all time? Mm-hmm. Maybe even top three, depending upon how you feel about Jason Kidd. Definitely, the, the, you know, arguably the top, you know, small point guard, like, you know, 6'2 and under, like it's him or Isaiah Thomas. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm, and I'm just like going, really? Because Book's been here. Right. And Chris made them. Chris gave them an identity. Right. <laughs> exactly. So it, 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 and, and look, an identity that that by the way is going to be out in the first round of the playoffs. Right. But, bad but, luck. But perhaps. Steph may not make the playoffs, dude. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But but let me ask you a question. If Steph makes the playoffs, yes. You do you give Golden State any chance at all? Yes. Okay, against, against Utah? Utah? No. 
I, I, I give them a no. chance. Okay. I don't think they win, do you but give, I give them a chance. Do you give Phoenix any chance at all against yeah, the Lakers? Yeah, I give them a chance. I give them yeah, a, small a chance. chance. But it's definitely a smaller chance than I would give the Golden State Warriors. Correct. I think the Warriors have a better chance. So now what we're saying is you have an eight seed that has to play their way But it's a regular season in. award. Oh, I right. got it. And, I, and what I'm saying to you guys is, is that I, I really don't feel the way you guys feel which is that Chris Paul was blatantly disrespected because Steph Curry is a, a finalist. I actually feel like Steph Curry is a legit finalist. He is and, a legit finalist. And, I just don't know if I'd have him in my top three. Right. That's just me. Well, that's but but it's only three, right? No, I know. No. In years past, though, it used, used to be five. five. Yeah, right. it used to be five. They've done this because of the award show that they do now at the exactly. end of the year and all that that's stuff. That's how we got little Isaiah from Boston as a top five MVP candidate. Even right. though he never had a chance, you had right. to respect what he was doing for that team. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying for Chris Paul. Right. It's like, respect what he's doing for this team, yeah. for this yeah. franchise. Be respectful. Well, you make a compelling case that what Chris Paul is, is a professional, mature leader. Yeah. And, and not to mention a great player, a great scorer, a great passer. Yeah. I mean, he's a great player. Yes. Um, and, and But moreover... Yeah. He's a great leader because of the things that you guys have already outlined, which is Correct. where he plays, he gets into the playoffs. He takes young players and he elevates them. He yeah. takes a team like like Phoenix that hasn't stiffed the playoffs and puts him in at the number two seat. Yeah. All things to respect his leadership skills and his game. But I just I think Steph Curry belongs in this group of top three. I really do. Okay. Fair. I mean, listen, I, I'm not going listen, oh. to... Listen, it doesn't matter because he's not going to win anyway. It's going to Jokic. This is just all... Jokic is going to win. Yes. Yeah. 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 Jokic is going to win. And by um, the way, of the of the three guys that are left, yeah, I mean, Jokic is the guy who played every yeah. game this I, I, year. I think if Joel would have been healthy, uh, you know, not missed the 15 games or whatever he missed, it would have been Embiid because he's right. better on defense. But it's going to be Jokic. Jokic was just incredible this year. Like, he and by the way... This year. He almost Jokic, had a triple-double. Yeah, and, and Jokic, to his credit... It wasn't that long ago. It was like two years ago he'd be taken out of uh, games, offense, defense, and that is no longer the case. He is absolutely competent on that end, which is a big step from where he once was. Um, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., actor extraordinaire, and uh, you can hear him on the Mason and Ireland show, uh, texted me and said, if Steph gets the MVP, it'll be the biggest robbery to Kobe I've ever seen. That year he was on fire, and they gave it to Nash or Dirk. I forget either way. It was Nash. Uh, Nash Nash beat out Shaq one year and Kobe the next year. Um, for doing and, Steve Nash, for doing, by the way, but Chris what Chris Paul, Paul is doing, right, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, for doing the Chris Paul stuff. Yes. Um, hey, by the now, way, Jokic, just, just, I was just looking at some numbers here. Uh, LZ, you talk about numbers and, and whether or not they're the things that you should be looking at for these kinds of awards. How about this? Jokic this year, his three point percent average. You guys have a guess? Uh, I want to say 42%. Not bad, pretty close. Um, LZ? I was going to go with 39. Yeah, you're right on. 38.8%. Take a guess. What is Anthony Davis's? Ooh, 30. What is his three-point percentage from this past year? Because I'm giving you Jokic's this year. Oh, okay, this I'm going to say 34. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say 31. 26%. Wow. Yeah. Is, is, is AD from wow, three-point range. I, I was being generous. Generous. Very generous. Yeah. Very, very generous. Yeah, not good, AD. And by the way, AD settling for that mid-range shot that you hate, LZ. Well, I don't hate the mid-range shot. I just hate it when he takes it and fades. Yeah, like, he there does were that moments, a lot too, though. Yeah. There were moments in which I was like, dude, you don't need to make a move. Just shoot over the top of Draymond. Yeah. You ain't got to dribble. You ain't got to spin. You ain't got to do a pick and roll. Yeah, Draymond Dray- loves to get up in your body, though. You know what I mean? Like, unlike most guys. You know? no, no, He's no, not he afraid does. of Anthony Davis that way. No, he, he definitely does. But 
you swing your arm through, right? And that either draws the foul, right? Or gives you a little space, and then you just rise. Mm. He's never blocking your shot. Not once you get it past your navel. Navel's a great word. Uh, a good key, word. NBA like Defensive well. Player of the Year. I don't think we have any issues with these three guys, right? Gobert, Green, no. uh, Draymond, and Ben hope, Simmons. Oh, Ben wins it. I do hope Ben wins it. It's going to be Gobert. But I do hope Ben wins it because Ben on the perimeter is as good as anybody right now. Um, sixth man, I mean, this is the Jordan Clarkson Award. Right, Joe Ingles Jordan. on this same team is also excellent. Uh, and Derek Rose, uh, you know, but it's a Jordan Clarkson Award. Yeah. Uh, rookie of the Year. Now, this one's interesting because of injury, I think. Um, I love Tyrese Halliburton. I think he's going to be a baller for a long, long time. Um, he's not going to win it. Man, that's but Lamello. it's going to be Lamello's. Anthony Edwards or LaMelo Ball. I think it's LaMelo. I think they're going to give it to LaMelo. It's better for uh, yeah. branding. Yeah, I, agree. I think so also. I think he's 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 kind of one of the new fresh faces of the league. Yeah, I, I think that, that he's very marketable, yes. Uh, Anthony Edwards, I, I would vote for him just because of games played, right? Like That dude's a beast. He, I mean, good Lord. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like Tom Crean, man. I'll give him credit for this. You know, Dwayne Wade, Victor Oladipo, Anthony Edwards. Like, he knows how to find that, yeah. you know, two guard that can do a lot of things, you know? Yeah, he um, does. Most improved player, this is the Julius Randle Award, but they have Michael Porter Jr., who's not a bad candidate, by the way. Not Neither is Jeremy Grant either. So Yeah, but Julius is the all-star. Is Julius Randle, yeah. And it's now, Coach of the Year is interesting. This if is it's interesting. not Monty, I quit. See, I would vote for, for Thibodeau. Um, and, and is it Quinn, Thib or Tib? It's Thibodeau, but it's Tibbs is his nickname. See, Trixie. Trixie yeah. Cap, you got to watch him. Hate him yeah, it's Thibodeau, yeah. but it's, it's him Tibbs, Tibbs as his nickname, yes. All right, so... Um, Tibbs has done a fantastic job. Yes. There's no doubt about it. Quinn, no too. No doubt about it. Yeah. But as we've been saying, um, Phoenix hasn't made the play- playoffs in like a decade. Yeah. And I do believe the Knicks at least made one playoffs in a decade. They met, last minute in 2013. Oh, there wow. we go. You yeah. got it. <laughs> there we go. You got it. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not going to say Chris Paul is an MVP candidate, then you're get, you got to give it to Monty. Is then you got to give it to Monty. You can't just say <laughs> Phoenix got better, but no one gets credit for it. Right. <laughs> like, but you know Tibbs is going to win it. Because it's New York? Yeah. I mean, I may, I may get fined like Nate McMillan. Did you see that story? No. What do you think? Oh, my God. Let me tell you that story on the other side. Plus, um, I, I got a number of things I want to get Rap. into. In- we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, my God. I'm such an idiot. I swear to you. I love it. How, yes, you are an idiot, but you know, we've to come you. to love you as an idiot. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes you really do I, get it. I, I love how you get into, like, what I'm trying to think of who the, like, interviewer would be that would be, like, because it's very methodical, the, um, the, <laughs> the way that you, you bring it about, right? Like, the way you, you emote it. LZ, shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, dry, uh, air dry, 
uh, cocoa butter or whatever it was you said. Uh, tell us, explain, please go. Right? It's like very like, it's got like a formula to it. Like boom, 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 boom. It's like bullet points. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I know. Believe me, I hear myself and I'm like, I'm an idiot. God, I sound stupid. <laughs> Well, anyway, have a good time tonight on your anniversary, LZ. What are the big plans? Um, I took time to bake a cake. I like making gifts for him because we're both well off, right? Like, why are we buying stuff? So the value is in trying to be creative. So I made a cake. We're going to go to this Italian joint that I've been wanting to try out. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to score like any other dude. <laughs> and And when you say try... I mean, you're in a married relationship. I mean, is it going to be an effort? Uh, are you going to be able to? I mean, can you pretty much go out tonight feeling like at the end I'm going to get what I want? Have you you've been married before, right? I have, I have. Yes, and George, you see, you're married, and, and Jorge, you're married, and Greg, you've been married, and you know clearly I've been married twice now. You know, the one thing that is very clear to me, based upon my years of research, both as a journalist, also as a man, is that. Once you are married, sex is not a guarantee. Boy, you are bringing something to the table here. Keep going. And it doesn't matter what gender this is. I have experience with both. Sex is not a guarantee, my friend. So, yes, I'm going to try. You know, I'm going yeah. to re-shower, mm -hmm. moisturize. There you go. You know, properly put, you know, some scents of some nature, maybe some Dolce & Gabbana. You know, <laughs> go and find my best medium sized t shirt. <laughs> and, uh, you know, buy some wine and see what happens. Yeah. You know, I, it, it, you, you've, you've said it perfectly because I forgot. Because now that I'm single, yet involved in a committed relationship, uh, Very the, fact, the fact that there's no marriage, though, it's, it's I got to say, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a given, I think. At this stage of the relationship, whereas married, you find yourself working hard for it. I had not put myself in that mindset for a while. Uh, George, would you co-sign or are you operating differently? No, I co-sign. <laughs> it's a negotiation. Yeah. It's a dance. Yeah. You got a hundred bucks. You got to pay the rent. You got gas. You got an electric bill. You got your credit card bill. That hundred bucks ain't covering everything. That's what sex and marriage is. That's what it is. You got to try and negotiate, figure out how you can get over, how you can get just enough so they can go to the other side, blah, 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 blah. And I know a lot of listeners feel the same way. And oh, by the way, it's not just a dude thing. As I said, I've done a lot of research on this. There are tons of women who are looking at their heterosexual husbands like, for real? We just doing forced celibacy now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes um, marriages turn into like what the Clintons, you know, I perceive to be like business partners, not really, you know, in love per se. You don't think uh, Big Bill was putting it down? Um, not with not with Hillary. I don't think so. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I think she was what you just described. Uh, heterosexual women looking at their husbands as like, is this for real? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Not with them. No, it's kind of oh. like Bill and, and Bill and Melinda Gates. Right. Like, I look at them, and I'm like, okay, they don't do it. They do not get down. They do not get down. Now, the Obamas, they, they got it. Yeah. You could tell. Right. Oh, you could tell. I was so jealous one time just watching them talk to each other. I was like going, dang, he ain't got to try. 
<laughs> he ain't got to moisturize. He can just come out the shower. He Bam. don't even have to put on the Dolce & Gabbana. Nope. Probably doesn't even own a bottle. Doesn't need it. But, you know, it is what it is. It's all fine and dandy. I've talked to way too many married couples that think that I'm unique. <laughs> Those jokes By the are way, there for a reason. Speaking of wine, did you see the story about the ashy wine? I know we're, we're kind of combining everything now. The ashiness conversation, uh, wine. So, you know, the harvest. <laughs> hey, I had to find a way to make it all Right, work, really right? good. Because yeah. when you said we were talking about wine, I was like, we were. And then I remembered LZ said, I'm going to go out and buy some wine. Right, did. and I'm going to see if I can get and, lucky. And we were talking about ashiness earlier. <laughs> the ashy <laughs> wine, okay? This is why I get paid the big bucks. Nice. So there is uh, the story that's going on there. I read a story today uh, about the issues that the fires did to the last couple of wine seasons. You know, we've had all these raging fires in right, California. A lot in Northern California. Um, yeah. yeah. So smoke from the wildfires led to some California growers obviously discarding a bunch of crops. Um, but some of the wine that was produced, people, LZ, so just be careful where you're buying the wine from is all I'm saying, especially for your anniversary, is, uh, you know, they're saying that there's a little ashiness in, in some of the wines. So... Really? Maybe a, a smokier in, flavor than normal. From Yeah, the Napa and Sonoma wines are, are a little ashy tasting. Hmm. I don't even know what ash tastes like. I don't know, man. But I'll tell you right now, you put a little bit of that butter lotion on it, it'll fix everything. <laughs> it no won't problem. matter. Yeah. yeah no you, problem. You put that in your you glass. Know, have you had like a, smoky, um, like a smoky scotch before? Or a smoky cocktail? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I would imagine it. Can, I mean, I've never tried it, but I would imagine it can't be much. Yeah, but no one's buying different. wine because they won't smoke. Well, right. maybe you. No, I think you're buying wine because you want plenty of smoke. No, you I want that you, smoke, huh? Well, different kind of smoke. It, different kind of smoke. Just put it this way: <laughs> if I get a bottle of wine tonight that's ashy, as you would say, I'm just mm-hmm. sending it back. I didn't come here for no ashy-ass wine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I am warning our listeners, if you're buying some wine in the store, uh, according to this report, the uh, 2017 and 2020 uh, years were the two most devastating years for Napa and Sonoma because of the wildfires. So just be careful. Try to avoid those years is what I would say. Good advice. Yes. I mean, seriously, like you are doing public service between your cryptocurrency breakdowns and now your wine analysis. Yeah. I mean, you suck are just it, doing Elon. We're service. back at 42, by the way. Yeah. Hey, Bitcoin keep the conversation going. Uh, I'm getting some interesting texts. Keep talking about this stuff, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, you are so lucky. I haven't got text messages like that in years. <laughs> <laughs> and as we started the show, you can't share what's on the text thread. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Uh, by the way, we've got some breaking news in the boxing world. You want to you want to hear what that is? Uh, I know what it is. So, share. Wait, is it something really cool like about Jake Paul? No, no it's actual real fighters. Oh, yeah. um, oh. oh. Deontay about- Wilder, Tyson Fury, July twenty fourth in Vegas. Yes, sir. Yep, according to ESPN. I so did that. Yeah, I did. You that. did that? Is, yeah. Sure? Remember when I yelled at Tyson Fury? Yeah, you yesterday? Ducked, right. <laughs> yeah, you said he was ducking. Yeah. He's ducking. Get this done, man. What yeah. you doing? Yeah. yeah. So I've already, uh, I've already sent in my request for tickets. Already. Did you? Oh, hell yeah, man. I don't want to see them. I saw them fight the first time at Staples. Oh, no, I didn't go. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I had a game that day or something. I was somewhere. Yeah. I, and I was just like, see, Wilder's one of those 
fighters, man, that he's not a great boxer, but if he catches you, you're dead. Like, oh, he's not yeah, for sure. You know, and it's like Tyson's actually a pretty good boxer, but I don't think he can hurt Deontay. Right. So it's kind of like, all right, what am I waiting? What am I watching here? This, you know, it's not, eh. Right. I, I do want to see, though, Tyson Fury versus Anthony Joshua. Because mm-hmm. those are two boxers. Right. And there are questions about whether or not Anthony Joshua has a glass chin. Right. And Tyson Fury has the skill set to test that theory. Right. Now, I am curious about that. But I'm not too, I don't I mean, it's, it's fine. He needed to get it done for the arbitration reasons. I'm glad he got it done. You know, hopefully he wins because obviously the fight later with Anthony Joshua loses luster if he loses to Deontay Wilder. But um, I'm glad they got it done, man. I'm glad boxing just keeps shooting itself in the foot one match after another. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I'm the just fir- glad the that first that- fight at Staples. I was it was it was like December, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, uh, yeah. I went with Raj. Raj and yeah. I went together. Yeah. One of his boys uh, had the suite. Yeah. And um, oh, I remember Michael was there with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And we. Yeah. Um, you know, we were all just glued to the to the match because obviously they're two huge names in, in in the heavyweight division, and it was just really clear early on. It was like, oh, that dude can't really box though. <laughs> like he was just getting he was getting lit up, and then he caught Tyson, and then that's the reason why it was a you know split decision or whatever a draw. But in terms of just boxing, it was yeah. like Tyson Fury is clearly the superior boxer. Yeah, yeah, and he's long as hell. But, you know, the heavyweight division is not obviously what it once was, but it's it's this kind of a, um, you know, rap. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Time for Big Deal or No Deal? Of course. Listen, speaking of big deals, big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law, 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, let's Greg. start this off. And Greg said rap. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, oh, no, 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 yeah, no. Oh, no. That'll be in a few minutes. Don't worry. Uh, you guys were talking about Nate McMillan. You were teased it earlier, George. So let's start with you. Nate McMillan has been fined $25,000 for saying yesterday that the league wants to see the Knicks in the playoffs. The release says, for detrimental public comments asserting bias by the NBA relating to the 2021 playoffs. Is this a big deal or no deal? It's no deal. It's not even a big fine. Twenty five thousand like is, is not a lot. Yeah. No, it's just a slap on the wrist. I, I'm just, a, just a look. I, I, he's saying what we all feel. You know what I mean? Like it just, it just, you know, the NBA doing the NBA thing. Like, yeah, but, we're not. You know, 
It makes it sound like we're they're you know they're fi- the fix is in for the Knicks, you know. But that I like when coaches do that. I like when coaches fight back like that. So I think it's great content personally. Yeah, but, but not this year. I yeah. mean, I mean, come on. They they they've made the playoffs like once in a decade. If the NBA was really into that, I'm pretty sure it'd be more than just once in a decade. The fact that the Knicks and the Hawks are going to meet up and it's like, yeah, that's we're having a conversation about what everybody knows that the NBA would like the New York Knicks, not the Brooklyn Nets, the New York Knicks, to be a big, important team. Everybody knows it. It's no secret. But what the NBA has to do is they go, oh, we can't have this. So we got to slap them on the wrist. $25,000 fine because we got to make it look like we don't approve of that. But he's just saying what everybody's thinking. Yeah, I agree. But no no deal just because it, it's just the NBA just being the, you know, word NBA. police. Yes. Yeah. Next. Next. All right, LZ, Corey Kluber threw the sixth no-hitter of the season last night for the Yankees. It was May 19th yesterday. It's very, very mm-hmm. early. And what's more interesting about all of that is that it's only been to three teams that have been no-hit. The Mariners, Indians, and Rangers have all been no-hit twice. Is this a big hmm. deal or no deal? It's a big deal for this reason. Not the aspect of the teams that have been no-hitted, but that the philosophy of batters has changed drastically that they are no longer offended to strike out which in a lot of ways make the job of the pitchers a little bit easier because guys are hunting for home runs and and big hits and pitchers know that so I think it's a big deal only in the sense that this philosophical change may begin to just ever so slightly demystify the no-hitters because of the frequency that we're beginning to see it now because that the hitters are changing the way they approach the plate. So that's amazing analysis because I, I swear to you, like I called a friend of mine today who played Major League Baseball. He was a pitcher in Major League Baseball. And I said, dude, what is up with all these no-hitters? Yeah, I, I don't understand. what an, I, I thought a no-hitter was supposed to be like a super special thing, you know? Um, and all of a sudden... I feel like um, inside the park home runs are a thing and no hitters are every day. And the fact that it's been done six times to three teams is just has to be a pure statistical uh, anomaly that three teams would be no hit six times, two times each. It's very hard to believe, though, that we're like 45 days into the baseball season and there's been six no hitters. To me, it's a really big deal. But LZ, what you're saying is right on that these hitters – it's an 0-2 count. Nobody's trying to put the bat on the ball. Nobody's just trying to make hard contact. Everybody's swinging for the fences, so that's why these strikeouts happen because there's just no nowhere near what used to be old school plate discipline. Yeah, I- I'm going to say no deal only because of that, right? Like, I think that the reality is, um, you know, it-, it just feels like because there's it's more it's it, there's more frequency to it that it's less special, you know? Like, uh, I'm not saying there's not going to be a time where <laughs> where it's going to feel like, hey, we're not even going to celebrate these moments. But I will say this. it, it, it ha- When you have – when they were more infrequent, there were certainly times where, you know, in, in media and, and whether it's social media, right, or regular traditional linear television, we'd break into coverage or people would be finding right. this thing on the internet yeah. somewhere. I yeah. feel like they happen so much now, it's kind of like, oh, that's cool, and then we yeah. just kind of move on. Just another baseball game. No not, not, no then That's not great for baseball is what I would say too. All right, on to the next one. Next. 
All right, Cap. Chris Rock was on The Tonight Show the other day and talked about the advice he gave to comedian John Mulaney about his upcoming divorce. Mm -hmm. He told him to get his ex-wife's divorce attorney because he walked away with nothing. Is this advice to get the other lawyer in your divorce a big deal or no deal? Um, I'm going to say it's no deal. Somebody's going to have to do some legal research here, but somebody check me on this. If your wife and soon-to-be ex already has uh, a lawyer, I don't think that that lawyer can then all of a sudden represent you. So smart idea, but I think Chris Rock was probably joking. No, he Um, said he wasn't joking later on. Really? Yeah. Well, if that can be done, uh, that might be good advice from somebody who had a whole lot to lose. He was telling telling Mulaney to get his his wife's. His ex-wife's. Oh, oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I completely is misunderstood there a new what deal? you were saying. Is, is new deal an option? <laughs> yeah, I completely misunderstood what you were saying. So now that's a whole different deal. Hey, I got a lawyer for you. That's, exactly. That's still not a big deal. Wait, what? I'm confused. <laughs> George? I don't understand the premise of the question. It's basically all right. Let's just go to a different word. On to the next one. On yeah. to the next one. <laughs> yeah, I never, I didn't understand the question, but go ahead. All right. So uh, the Rams the other day. Well, George will do this with you. The Rams okay. the, uh, last week had a number controversy. Robert Woods, who's been yeah. number seventeen, and yeah. Jalen Ramsey, who's number twenty, both mm-hmm. wanted to change their number to two this season. So okay. the Rams decided to resolve all number disputes by seniority. Woods okay. has been in the league and and with the Rams, so he gets the number two, and Correct. Ramsey sticks with twenty. So is this a big deal or no deal to go this route? think it's a big deal i would say no deal Uh, you know i I think that if you're gonna if you're gonna come up with a fair way to do this i think that that makes some sense who's been here longer um unless jalen wants to buy the number and then you know if i were robert i'd be like you know there's a price right right Uh, as the million dollar man ted dibiase used to say everyone has a price i love ted dibiase great reference Yeah, I mean, you're asking if it's a big deal the way they've chosen to settle, and I think what you're asking is if Jalen Ramsey is considered to be a bigger star than Robert Woods, then should the bigger star have first choice at his number? Is that is that? Am I sensing that from you? I mean, you take it how you want, but that's close. Yeah, and I just think that the way the Rams settled it was really good. Like, hey, look, I mean, we just got to come up with something fair. Now, again, I'm with George here. Now, what what I do next is is if I'm Robert Woods, I'm like, yo, Jalen, if you really, really, really want this dude, I mean, I'll sell it to you, and I'll just keep my number 17. I'm fine with 17. I just got to figure out what the price is and how much Jalen wants it. I would sit them both down in front of the team. I would have them explain to each person, you know, on the podium, why the number two is so important to them, and then I would have a vocal vote with the team. Like they wow. do in Parliament. It's mm. <laughs> a lot of work for a number. By the way, watching Parliament is one of the most fun things ever. Like those guys get after it. Man, it cracks me up because there's so many people that have this image of like British people, the UK and yeah. British people, yeah. um, wigs, thinking that everything's all proper. Right? Yeah. Hell no! They like, go at each other in that thing, man. Sometimes they brawl. It's like a great reality show. Yeah. It's way better than what we do. Well, I was going to say, Congress would be a lot better if you could just smack a 
Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is more fun, that's for sure. You said I mean, what? You ever try to watch C-SPAN? Oh, that was close. Order. Order. All right, one more guy. I said we need to sign this bill. Yeah. Last one, Greg. All right. Uh, LZ, Wontarius Bryant is a former Austin P defensive back whose dream was to play in the NFL just like many others. Well, Wontarius received a call from Atlanta, D.C. Don Peace to attend Falcons rookie minicamp, and he showed up at check-in as he was supposed to. Unfortunately, it was not Peace who called him, and it was all just a gigantic hoax. Oh, man. He said it was the most embarrassing moment of his life showing up. Is this prank on Bryant a big deal or no deal? That's no deal, man. That's, That's so cold. effed up. That's cold. That's so effed up, man. Yeah, I go no deal. That's so messed up. That's right up there with when my girlfriend told me she was pregnant. <laughs> she was just playing. Oh, I wanted to know. Was she not? No, she was just playing. She didn't tell me, though, until like a week later. Oh, man. I was like, forget you. I'm going to be gay now. Boom. Now who wins? How about that? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now what? That is so bad to prank somebody like that and have somebody show up. Oh, Dude. man. That is just terrible. terrible. You ever been pranked really bad? You ever been pranked and like... I just told you the girl said she was pregnant. I mean, I'm that's pretty bad. Like, that's, yeah. that's pretty that's bad. Pretty but bad. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm just... I, <laughs> No, there's prank. no hold yeah. On. Hold on. There's hold no on. yeah, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, think. Were you actually listening to what he said, though? Yeah, or no? but I just. But no, I, I was thinking really. about. I was thinking no, about like another. No, no, no. you about, were thinking about what you were going to say next because you, if correct. you listen to the words out of my mouth, right? Because when someone you, says they pranked him about being pregnant for a week, that's not like a no, small no, item. No, no. You, you know? could not be more wrong, LZ. And the reason is, is because you know I don't think before I speak. So that's fair. That's okay? fair. He does okay. got you there. Right. So yeah, I was, but I was, I was noodling in my mind though some really bad pranks that I was on the receiving end of, and it just. That sucks, man. You go there and show up. It's your dream. I got a shot. And they're like, who are you? Oh, that's terrible. So wait, so you were thinking about what you were going to say next. No, not what I was going to say. I was thinking about the times that I've been pranked and I didn't like it. All right. Greg said rap. Oh. So we're done. But Kiki, you can talk. Go. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sedano LZ, Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. Yeah. So we've done uh, some public services today. We told you about the ashy wine in 2017 and 20 in Napa and Sonoma, so stay away from that. There you go. Uh, it was National Streaming Day. We had that. You know what we didn't talk about today? Did you see the rumor about uh, Julio Jones? I well, not did a rumor. see that rumor. It's, well, first of all, it's a right. report that, that right. the Falcons are absolutely shopping him. Like, that is a real thing now. Yes, and that a lot of people think that the Rams should – Make an effort. Now, I will say this. Mm. If they made an effort. you got to trade one of these wide receivers. You can't well, I was going to say, if you yeah. trade Robert Woods, then Jalen can get his number two jersey. Yeah, well, there's that too. That point. Yeah. yeah, there is that. Um, but, yeah, like, you have to trade one of the wide receivers in this package. Like, you can't just, 
you can't keep Robert Woods and Julio Jones and Deshaun Jackson and all the ones you drafted, right? Like it doesn't. And Cooper Cup, it doesn't work that way. Like you got to give up somebody in this situation. I'll tell you what, Julio Jones would be a guy that uh, would be an upgrade as to everything you got. I mean, as long as he's healthy, and I know that these are always the the caveats when you talk about any player, especially a veteran player that's had a great career that might be moving on. Um, if healthy, you guys tell me, Julio Jones. Is he not the number one wide receiver on the oh, Rams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think it's even close, even though he hasn't been as productive as he's been recently, but most of that is due to injury. Although I will say this, Kaplan, you know, you cover the NFL fairly closely. Um, you know, do you buy into this thing that, you know, he struggles in the red zone? Like, do you think that's him or do you think that's Matt Ryan? You thought it was the offense? Because that, that's like a notion, right? Like, that's a thing that's out there. It's a narrative. And I know that a lot of people that have had Julio Jones on their fantasy teams, <laughs> like me, have struggled with that over the years. I don't buy into it at all. I think it's all about game planning, and um, I just I just don't buy that that he he struggles in the red zone. Now, if you sh- sat me down and you had a bunch of film and you said, "Look, I'm going to show you that here are plays over and over and over again inside the red zone that he's not making, and maybe they're throwing fades and he's not getting his feet down in the corner of the end zone." I mean, if you can show it to me over and over again, I go, "Okay, fine, I buy it. You win." But for now, the way I perceive him. Uh, Really good player that, if healthy, he's a massive upgrade. It not only is he a massive upgrade, depending upon where he goes, he can also stabilize your entire franchise. Case in point, it's a lot easier to go to Aaron Rodgers and say, we want you back if you trade for Julio Jones. It's a lot easier to do that. It's a lot easier to say, we're built to last or we're trying to win if you go out and get Julio Jones for a Russell Wilson. There was a lot of controversy and chatter about him maybe not being happy in Seattle. Julio Jones has the potential, the potential to not just help you win, but to really settle franchises with quarterbacks who are at odds right now with their ownership. I don't know, LZ. I am really not sure that anybody working inside the Green Bay Packer organization can do anything to fix what is going on between them and Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm not saying that he won't be back and playing there next year because he might be forced should he say he wants to play. And, I mean, unless he's really ready to walk but away. But he hasn't said that out. he hasn't wanted to play. No, no, I realize that. What I'm saying is is that if, if Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year, I can very easily see him going back to the Packers, but it's only because he would want to play. And if you know Aaron Rodgers, like I think I know Aaron Rodgers, let me tell you something. He would have to go back, get paid a fortune, and he would make everybody, other than his teammates, miserable in an effort to get himself out of there. So I, mean, I don't know I don't know what they could do to possibly make him happy in Green Bay right now. I, I think from a PR perspective from the team, um, they're already starting to win that battle. Fans are upset. They're mad at Aaron because he's not talking. And he's allowing the Packers to fill that void. And the Packers are saying, we want you, please come back, blah, 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 blah. If they trade for Julio Jones, that puts Aaron in a really difficult place because it looks as if the franchise is doing everything it possibly can to give him what he says he wants or needs. And he's still saying no. At the onset, it looked like Aaron Rodgers was in the right because the Packers weren't doing those things, right? They weren't drafting the players that he needed. They weren't pursuing the guns that they needed anything like that, this move would be different. It would make the conversation interesting, I would say that much. But I'm with you. I don't really think he he's coming back. He strikes me the kind of personality that would say, you know what, I'm going to go and 
I can't host Jeopardy because they decided to give it to Anderson Cooper, so I'm just going to develop my own show and just do it. Is that right? <laughs> is that right? I didn't hear that announcement. They're, Anderson no, that Cooper? Was just an, that was just an analogy. That was just oh, because that, that would be like... Wow, <laughs> he was like, wait, are we breaking I, news really? here? Wait, no, really? Like, not, I completely no. missed that. Like, I like no. Anderson Cooper a lot, but I don't see no. him as the host of Jeopardy. It's like the whole fake pregnant girlfriend thing. Yeah, it, what it, were you talking it, about that? I, yeah. I missed that. Sorry, what? Yeah, I, I know. I know, I know. For a week, Cap. For a week. And then she you come back to me and say, hey, anything bad happened to you, LZ? A week she didn't tell you. A week. That's crazy. I know. A week. And that was in college. Yeah, that, that's even worse. It was, because you're, it was, it was just you're like, young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here, But here's the best part. She couldn't figure out why I wanted to break up with her. <laughs> She's <laughs> crying and stuff. and I'm like... First of all, you, that's not how you play. Well, she thought this was funny? That's not how you play? Yeah, she thought it was funny. Come on. That's not how you play, girl? What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. That, got there's me, no got me saying things I don't, I don't honestly believe or feel. Like, I love you. Don't worry. We'll be okay. I didn't believe any of that. I had me lying before God and everybody. Why would she think that this is a funny thing to do to somebody? I don't know. We should talk know. to her. No, we should not. Well, I mean, somebody should. What was the last time you spoke to her? After, never again after that, I would imagine, right? Yeah, never again after that. Yeah. That's not a thing you play with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, what if I had quit school and, like, started looking for work? <laughs> right. Like, it's a 19. You wouldn't be here. It would be Sedano, somebody else in cap. <laughs> Maybe, like, I Travis. mean, think about that. It'd be Travis. I mean, that's right? not to me. That's not even a prank. That to me. I mean, wait like a second. That wouldn't. Even, it would, there would have no, been no. It, it would have been Keisha, Keyshawn, George, and who the hell knows? Maybe it'd just be Keyshawn and George. That Maybe it would have been. It's fun. Yeah, you know, this wouldn't be as fun. We're glad that this worked out. I'm glad that was a prank, <laughs> LZ. I gotta be honest with you. You're in retrospect, gl- life would have been so different. You're glad that I'm trying to figure out how I can piece my life together over the course of a week. And I was like going, dang, I wore a condom. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> brother's packing, brother's packing. Yeah, you know, the heat is the heat. Can't yeah. be held back by no little piece of rubber, that's for right. sure. Right, those things, they swim, and they swim aggressively, and they want to live. Yeah. Wow. Well, she got you, though. I mean, I just don't understand at the end of it no, all. No, 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 like, no. She didn't get me. That's the, that's the, that's the story. Uh, I mean, the week, a week of, like, anxiety. Like, oh, my God. A week God, of anxiety. It was, it was crazy. And I was talking to my boys. And it was like, man, well, I'm not going to tell you what they said. Um, Washington <laughs> is leading the Pacers 116 to 86. Russ is just whooping some ass tonight. So the possibilities of not one but two number one seeds losing in the first round are still very much alive. Oh, I don't think Washington's beating Philly, though. I don't know, man. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. That backcourt, that backcourt do some damage. Now, I know that Joel Embiid is a finalist for the MVP, and I know he is a hell of a talent. But Russ is a generational talent, and Bradley Beal, you know, last two years, won two in scoring. So anything can happen. Anything. Did, did Greg say anything that? Anything can happen. No, I, I mean, oh, okay. I, I just like a seven-game sample. Like, no, I was you know, thinking about it, pranks. 
it, it's hard over seven games. It is, but it feels like that Denver matchup against Seattle. It feels like that. Like back in the day? Like, like back in the, the day, man. Yeah, like back in the day, like no one's really thinking that they're ready to do anything or should do anything, and we just forgot that talent wins out. <laughs> and that's a really talented backcourt in D.C., man. Really talented. They are very talented. But, you know, Russ is – you know, we talk a lot about James having bad playoff games. Russ has had a lot of them too. And so has yep. Bradley, to be yeah, honest Yeah, but this is the thing that Russ doesn't do that James does do. Okay. Russ doesn't quit. He no. doesn't stop. No, no, no. He does not stop. Yeah, sometimes the problem is the other way. <laughs> he should You know stop. what I mean? <laughs> right, he don't stop. He should, stop. He should slow down. And it'd be like, yo, dog, just, you know, instead of putting it in fifth gear every time, how about we downshift just a little bit? Just a little bit. I know. I know. I know. I agree with you. But I I think that would be a fascinating matchup, and it would not surprise me at all if Washington won. It just wouldn't. Because those two guys, between the two of them, they can give you 60 to 70 points a night in a series between the two of them. Just like it wouldn't surprise me if Golden State somehow upset Utah because Steph might give you 50 in a given night. You know, I just wouldn't put it past Golden State to upset Utah. And I think it's just because I haven't bought into Utah just the same way I feel like the Lakers will wind up steamrolling Phoenix because I haven't really bought into them either. I particularly like the mosquito. I particularly like the mosquito. That mosquito was the boy. That's that's like the chef's kiss. Oh, it is, right? Oh, man. Those are some good sounds. So, LZ, you're going out tonight for your anniversary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out tonight on a date night with my girlfriend, Rachel, who I haven't seen all week because she Are you going to dance kids. to Steely Dan again? No, 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 no. We're not going to oh. do that tonight. Tonight we're just going to go out like adults. But here's one thing i got to ask you guys. Does anybody have a good solution, maybe a home remedy perhaps, for a gigantic zit that I have right underneath my lip, but it has not yet come out. It hasn't, it hasn't like reared its ugly head and it hurts badly and there's pressure forming and i'm just looking for a home remedy because i haven't seen her and it's i'm telling you it's like like a couple centimeters like right underneath my lip it's, it's right in the middle of my chin you might think it's a soul patch it's so red right now anybody a home therapy that can help me tonight before i do this anybody just wear a mask and tell her you don't feel secure oh you know what <laughs> that, could actually, that could get me out of that i hadn't anyway. thought of the mask that's a good idea why, you know what she'll do? She'll be like, why are you wearing that mask? Like, she'll be upset that I'm wearing the mask. Like, come on, we're back to life. We're double vaxxed. We're vaxxed and waxed. Let's go. Take the mask off. So nobody's got anything for me, huh? Yeah, I don't know, man. You know? Wait, wait. Let the mosquito play. man. Help. I mean, I gave you my answer. You just told me she would punk you and make you take the mask off, so I ain't got nothing left. Right, um, yeah, if you, you know, that's not our fault that you're I know, just, I was looking know. for some sort of, like I said, home remedy. You know, somebody's got something, they go, hey, listen, somebody told me today, they said, put toothpaste on it, it'll put dry it out. Put a little Windex on it. Windex? Like in, uh, you know, yeah, my big like fat in, Greek wedding. Like the, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know, there's, Google it, man. There's got to be home ready, remedies for all that stuff. Massive ass red zit right underneath my lip. It's going to blow up. It's going to be fantastic. Just, it's, just look, how do I get rid of a zit quick? That's it. Yeah. I know. How this do I get rid of a cold sore? At home zit remedy. <laughs> What'd you say about a cold sore, LZ? No, you know what I said about a cold sore. You're talking about some zit. We All know right, what's we up. Gotta we gotta go. Stupid. Come on, pimple. LZ, capital, <laughs> great job. 
Greg and Jorge, great job. Uh, we are done. We'll be back tomorrow. Full show. Greg said rep.